if you are wondering what we actually look like, you only hear us, we are now on YouTube. You want to watch this full episode? Join us on YouTube. Just search for Sex Talk with my mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It's my clown suit. It's taking up like a quarter of my backpack. I'm like, your clown suit. You're worried about taking a bottle of Advil and you can't, you fitting in a clown suit? Lose I wanted the to clown bring suit. my clown outfit. I couldn't bring it. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. Live from Medellin, Colombia. In Los Angeles, California. Uh, you told me today that I look very metahenous. You look metahenous, not metahenous. Or metapenis. You look a little, me- I, I look like just a complete pain in my ass. Okay, you can see that complete pain in the ass on YouTube just by searching for sex talk with my mom. Thank you for tuning in, you sneaky little freaks. Yeah, you little freaks. We We start with a question of the week. Mom. The question of the week is, what was the best kiss you've ever had and why? You want to you start tell me. You don't want to start? I wanted you to start. All right, I'll start it up. There are a few kisses that I remember, but I, there was, okay, there was one that was like outside in a hammock while it was kind of rain, drizzling. I think I might have just made up the hammock. No, I think there was a hammock. <laughs> How old were you when I this think the kiss setting, was going uh, during college, summer in college at one point. Okay, that was nice. It was a good setting, okay? So aesthetically, that was nice. However, you know the electric, the you know when people say they, they feel electricity and shit like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that occurred just after a hike with someone that I had a big crush on who I had been, uh, I, I really wanted to, to kiss her. And next thing you know, I'm fucking kissing her and my whole body's, experiencing all these crazy electrical impulses. I could barely see straight afterwards. Um, and I could barely, I, I sat in my car and I could barely drive home. It's very intense. It was the first time it ever happened to me. And, yeah. That was, it, was, it was a nice experience. I couldn't say there's much context other than the fact that I really liked this person. I wanted to go out with her. Did you have any special techniques you used? Uh, oh, for the actual kiss? Yeah. Hmm. Well, as you know, I kiss like uh, Nora Jones is playing in the background. As someone has once said, and so, you know, at first it's not a very aggressive kiss for me. It's more sensual. Like I'm really feeling the lips, feeling a little tongue. It's not so intense. Is it like Um, a dance? Yeah, it's like, I'd say it's like a dance. And so I think she was dancing with me quite well. And she had a very similar kissing style. That's super important because I can't stand the Labrador or the St. Bernard dog slobbering I, with drool coming out. It's disgusting. You know, I can't say I've experienced that so much where people are literally like tongue all over my face. I hate that. You've experienced that many times? Uh, several in my day and they never got a second kiss. Oh, wow. Okay. So what was your best kiss, Mooch? Okay. I don't know about the best kiss, but it was uh, when your father and I were sitting by a fireplace and we just started making out. 
And it was really like intense because we had just been friends up until that point. And I remember him saying, I could kiss you for two weeks straight. Oh, it was extremely memorable. It's very um, romantic. Yeah, that was pretty romantic. And then I also remember another time when I was kissing him by the fireplace in a different house. And for whatever reason, we after like about a few hours, still probably high, maybe on quaaludes, definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely great kissing. We realized that the whole entire living room was filled with smoke because his roommate had put a can of soup on the, in the stove didn't realize that he left it on and it was just like burning up that we could have burned the whole house on. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. That was memorable too. I don't know if it was the best, that was necessary, not necessarily the best kiss, but that was with your father again. Do you think you guys had similar kissing styles? I think so. I definitely do it with D's as well. I mean, and if I don't like the way someone's kissing, if for some reason they decided to change it up, I'll just say, you know, stop with the big open mouth, you know, slobber let's go back to like the tiny kisses do you think the best kiss is usually the first one you have with someone is that typically the case no it might have a lot more electricity than after you've been with someone for like 20 30 years but do you still experience electricity after 20 30 years oh first of all with with with, with your dad or d's yeah or it doesn't matter anyone i don't know about the electricity but there's certainly a, a, a rhythm that goes on that you've noticed you know because I'm obsessed so many times. I'm obsessed with this electricity thing. I take it as an indicator that something's this is the right track. So if it starts going away, I'm starting to think, well, I mean, even with the girl that I was describing as my best kiss, it did eventually go away. Well, I think that that's a, a an error in judgment. Thank you. Because of, like the Coolidge effect, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know, variety is the spice of life. So you, you can't expect the, to have that like newness with someone you've been with for several years or even even 20 times. I mean, it's it may not be the case that it's like is electric and might be more sensual or might be more um, passionate because, you know, it's leading towards something else. But it may not be that same electricity mm. as someone new because it's someone that you're familiar with. So it's what just, the fuck is that electricity? It's the spice of life. I don't know. That's why a lot of people have a being monogamous and searching for electricity every time you think it's like a kundalini shit or kundalini it could be i don't know enough energetic shit going on there some energetic era verdict or whatever they call that i don't know what the fuck you're talking about all right let's go to the sneaky freaks i don't either we asked (laughs) we asked you guys what what was the best kiss you've ever had and why and you texted us your responses we love these responses it if you want to get the sneaky freak question of the week, we send it out every week. It's a fun question. Great way for us to communicate with you and vice versa. Give us a text at 310-356-3920. There it is. Rachel. Rachel said, my husband and I started getting into this routine with sex, which is not exactly what you want. One night we started spontaneously making out. I don't know the last time we had just had a random makeout sesh. See, there you go. It was Mm -hmm. amazing, and it made our foreplay intensify through the roof. After we were done, we just kind of looked at each other, and and he said, did we forget making out existed? We haven't stopped the spontaneous heavy kissing since. I'll never forget it. Great call. Bring it back up. Bring it back up. Back from the dead. Let's go. Yeah, and keep doing it. I love that. That sounds like uh, electricity can still be alive. You can get, you can restart, spark that flame. 
But notice that they had stopped kissing for some reason, because I always say that about a first date, you know, you don't have sex on the first date because you're going to be making out or second or third or whatever. And then you can't go back once you've had, you know, you can't just go back to kissing again and not having sex. It rarely happens. Yeah. It's all part of the package. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to share one from anonymous woman. Okay. She says, I'm from Alberta and worked in the oil fields for a while with a company and was predominantly staffed by 20-somethings and mostly men. My first day, a very striking young man had caught my eye, and I was infatuated with him for weeks. We eventually got put on a crew together, all crews are teams of two, and we stayed stuck together for almost a year. My feelings never faded, and apparently his developed. We worked together for months and had the best time, lots of dancing and music and laughter. Needless to say, the sexual tension was intense. You know, all that movement and the dancing and everything like that can be very, you know... Spicy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, kissing is like a dance. Yeah. We were outside one day loading things into the truck in a very private part of the site. And when we were done, he had come to tell me something about the job and he slowly came in closer. The next thing I knew, I was pushed up against the truck door and he planted his lips on mine. I remember feeling like the whole world was just sucked away and gravity just disappeared like the drop on a roller coaster. It she was by writes beautifully. Beautiful. I love these images. Oh my God. I can feel it right now. It was by far the most breathtaking, exciting thing that has ever happened to me. I had a boyfriend at the time. Oh my fucking God. And I believe that they that really is what made it so exciting. Oh my God. I quit that job shortly after for fear of further breaking my faithfulness towards my boyfriend, who I'm still with today. He has not heard this story. Oh, oh my like, God. Is that uh, wild or what? It's like, um, do you ever hear about the bridges of Madison County where every year she would meet up, they would meet up together and have a little thing. They're both married to other people. Never heard that in my life. Bridges of Madison County. Very Bridges? Hot. Of Madison County. Okay. I think it was well, Robert Redford was in it maybe. Well, whatever the case may be, I think having this, it's interesting that having a boyfriend, knowing that this is something you shouldn't be doing could be so, that's, it, make it, it makes it so much st- spicier for some arousing, people. Arousing, yes. Make me fucking terrified. You think you'd be able to handle that? I also don't think it's being very ethical. Yeah, it's not, definitely not ethical if that's against <laughs> her uh, her code, but she she recognized it and she worked she, around it. But she said that her um, boyfriend still doesn't know about it. Yeah. All right, moving right along. Christina um, says it's nearly impossible to kiss on a chairlift. You had a thing on a chairlift, didn't you? Yeah, I, and it was impossible. I almost fell off. When you both that was my first wearing, kiss. I know. And then you thought you had to be like she thought you you had to be like a couple, and you were not having no, I, any no, no, of no. it. I thought I I assumed that meant we were a couple. You I had assumed. to ask her out first anyway, and I broke up at, made by the time we got out to of the, you and me. To the, to the bus to the bus ride home, I broke up with her. All right, anyway, move on. It's nearly impossible to kiss on a chairlift when you both are wearing goggles and a helmet, but when you figure it out, get the right angle in each other's head, it sure is warm and delicious. Warms you up inside, baby. Hot, hot, hot. Wow. Christina, a better than a- successful chairlift. Yeah, she didn't feel obligated like you did. No, she didn't. And no anxiety there. No I, anxiety. I literally almost fell off the chairlift. I had to, I like grabbed a hold of the back of the chairlift in order to keep keep myself on there. You have you're very sensitive to extreme chemistry. Ex- excitement. Yes. Here we go. Ready for this? Yes. Chris, Christian says, "So my best kiss was with my wife. 
We had just had our first hot wife experience with a stranger. Wow. Mom, you know what a hot wife is, Mom? I know about hot wives. Okay. Christian goes, we all went out to dinner and then back to our hotel room. So he's, he, the hot wife, and the bull, they all went to dinner together. Amazing. And back to our hotel room where they got very comfortable with each other. After they finished, he dressed and left. We had an incredibly passionate kiss and just held each other. It was definitely a fireworks kiss. Fireworks, that's what I'm talking about. So the fireworks for this guy comes from just having seen his wife fuck another person. I think that's pretty hot. It's unbelievable that when other people are involved, it really changes things, you know? That's what I'm saying. It's the Coolidge effect. It's the Coolidge effect. Lisa said the best kiss was with my partner. There was a huge amount of buildup to it where we were, I love the buildup, where we were both evacuated in close proximity to each other due to a major hurricane. We had been talking on the phone every night where the conversation had changed to sexual in nature. We met up and and we went out once during evacuation and went dancing, which involved a lot of grinding on each other. He was scared to cross the line and didn't yet because he was my boss. There's so many really consequential things going on here. You got the hurricane. You got a little boss employee situation. Yeah little power dynamic. We parted and went our separate ways with the sexual tension so tangible. After speaking on on the the phone, phone, he got the complete green light that I wanted to cross the line. On returning to our home area, we had a date two planned, a kiss in the parking lot that was so electronic, ended up with him fingering me in the restaurant and sex at his home after, which was amazing too. Still together 10 plus years. Look at Her, that. Lisa and the boss. This is unbelievable. I love this. I mean, this is a, because because that's, it's, it's a very tricky situation. The uh, boss really, employee situation. Yeah. It could have ended badly. She gave him the complete green light that he wanted. I love it. And, and it, again, we're talking electrical impulses here. Plus a little hey. fingering. Fingering in the restaurant and sex at his house after. Have you ever done a fingering in a restaurant in like a public place like that? Let's do that in another. That's another lube it up question. Jay says, "Wow, okay." Jay says Australian kisses are the best. It's like a French kiss, but down under. Uh, but for real, it was reuniting with my girlfriend after 2003 Eastern Seaboard blackout. It's no another another natural disaster. Is that crazy? No electricity, so no phones, no electronic payments, no internet, no communication. Just had to hope people were okay. It was scary. I think it would be much worse if it happened now. I think I think when you are in a situation where you think the world is ending or something like that, that can really be arousing. Yeah, no joke. Dee's and I were together, but we were lived in well, he lived in New York and I was living in um Chicago. And he had I, I maybe maybe it was DC actually, I can't remember what, but he had a, a tornado come through and I guess they lost power on the whole building, went up to the top floor and some girls started hitting on him. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause you realize you're about to die. You might as you got to do something about this. It's it, sort it, of like, it, it, like band, to, band together, you know? Exactly. You have to band together, but that doesn't mean she goes hitting on my boyfriend. Yeah. What'd you do in that situation? I just said, what a little slut she is. No, I just said, you know, that's very, that's very flattering for you, I guess. Were you there? No, if I was there, I would be making out with him, not some random girl. That's what I was wondering, if she didn't realize that you were with him. Yeah, she probably didn't. Who knows? 
We got a response from Robbie. Robbie says, my first kiss with my love. We were nervous in my elevator going up to my apartment, and I turned to her and went for it. We kissed the whole way into the apartment. Not sure how we got in the door. So many of these are first kisses that ended up in long-term relationships. So maybe that can happen. Exactly. Very interesting. That's that's, Both of our responses were the same, too. It's amazing that a first kiss can have so much impact. Does that mean that if I don't have a good first kiss, then it's not going to be a long-term relationship? That's an interesting question, Mother. That could be your litmus test. Yeah, it could be. That's. I bet a lot of sneaky freaks are going to have some thoughts about that. Probably very anti that. But if you're anti that, we want to hear it too. If you Give us a text at 310-356-3920. I was just looking ahead and Renee also, her best kiss ever was the first kiss I had with my now husband. Lizzie said, would definitely be the first kiss I had after getting out of a shitty long-term relationship. That's another issue. You have a a... shitty long-term relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That can really spark some interest. It's like a revenge kiss a little bit. You don't think I got the spark still? How about this? Right. That little Mm -hmm. slut was trying to take advantage of thinking that the world was ending and going after my boyfriend. How about this one? This is from Liz. The best kiss I ever had was with the last person I dated. The reason why it was such a good kiss is because we talked about so many sensual things together. We experimented with many types of kisses and talked about what we liked and what we didn't like about each other's, each one. Mm. Such, such as I asked him if I could bite his lips once. He said yes, <laughs> and then he would try it with various degrees of pressure and tugging, scraping, combined with licking. Then he tried the same as the leader on me. It made kissing really fun, comfortable, and connecting, but also really erotic. There you know, you it's, a, it's a pragmatic way of kissing. You're really exploring together and figuring it out. You know, I had an instance with a guy, a couple guys. I, if this happened now, I'd kill my boyfriend. But it was like a first time being with a guy. And I like when they threw me up against a wall and started mm-hmm. kissing me. What, where is this fitting into this? It's, it's, it's part of the whole foreplay. It, so, with what do you mean, where to, is this fitting? I, I, I don't see how that relates to Liz's response there, but uh, we're talking about trying different things, not just the actual mechanics of the lips, but biting, scratching, throwing up against the wall, that whole thing. All right. I, I, I had someone who would bite me on the lips, and I had I to ask Do you, you like that? Do you don't you, like it? I had to ask her to stop. <laughs> she wouldn't stop. She kept biting, and I had to break it off with her. Oh, my God. I mean, it's so indicative of the whole relationship. What what is this? I ask you not to do something, you keep doing it? This is hurtful. She also would make fun of me. I didn't like The whole thing was off. Who's making fun of you then? Fuck her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, James says, the kiss that led up to sex about 20 minutes ago, and I'm (laughs) sure the next kiss that leads into intercourse will take its place. Enjoy what you had and look forward to what's coming next. I like that. Isn't that sweet? Oh, wow. We got one from Haven. Haven says, the best kiss I ever had was while my ex and I were taking a shower together, holding each other under the big rainfall shower head. Do you the see what I'm wa- saying, Cam? You asked me why I brought that up about throwing me against the wall. It's not just the actual kiss. It's actually what you're doing with the whole body. I just didn't see how it related to Liz's response. You could have brought that up with the trailer, with the, with the girl in the oil field getting pushed against the, the truck. You could, in this situation, I didn't see the connection to Liz's response. Okay. Moving along. The, the warm water was so comforting as our two naked bodies were pressed together. We shared such a deep and passionate kiss that I could only explain the feeling of it as sparking, igniting a fire inside my heart and mind. 
Oh, this is what I'm talking about. And this, by the way, it doesn't sound like a first kiss. So I think well, that it does answer us that it's not always the first kiss. Not only that, but it says while my ex and I were taking a shower, my ex. So she's not even with him anymore. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So it doesn't mm -hmm. mean, well, my best kiss was with an ex. So that goes to show, well, who knows? It might be replaced by someone I have a long-term relationship with. I you know? think it will. All right. Let's, here's hoping, mother. Audra says, my husband was the best kiss, especially when we were first dating. He'd kiss me so passionately, my clothes would fall off. Wow. Wow. I, I think that there's something to be said also, like that the first couple of uh, times versus like the middle of your relationship, it's just, it is hard to keep that excitement going. Yeah, it is. What do you think? Not about a this? lot of people wrote about that, you know, the, except for the one girl that said about her and her husband reuniting, rediscovering it, rediscovering kissing. Because I remember I was thinking that too during marriage when we hadn't really kissed in a while. We had do sex, you, but we hadn't really kissed. Do you make out with these? He likes to make out in the grocery store. The fuck? <laughs> I swear to God. What? He, I, I don't know what in the produce aisle or something gets food gets him going. He's definitely an oral person, you know that. What? The I fuck? don't know why. It's it's quite embarrassing too when people are walking by with their little children and strollers and, he, and he's like attacking me in front of the frozen food section. Is this real? I swear. Why would I lie to you? Every time you go to the every time you go to the grocery store, ask him next time you see if this is he, why he gets turned on by the grocery store. Unreal. I yeah. mean, I've I've gone to the grocery store and jerked off in the bathroom, but that's we because do know I had that. blue balls and I had to. I needed an evacuation. This has nothing there to do with guy, that. I was getting turned on. Wow, this is wild. And then sometimes before sex, I want to kiss first, and he's like, "No, let's just get down to sex." And I'm Why like, "Why don't you bring some fucking frozen peas?" That's around? exactly it. I would, if we were in a grocery store, I'd be having makeout session and great sex. I think we have to just move into Trader Joe's. This is unfucking believable. If see, I might, ever see you making out in the grocery store, I'd be I so disturbed. Say, I did not say I participated. If he starts with me, I have to tell him to back off, buddy. Really? Back off from the from the the the, the almond milk and the <laughs> yogurts and then whatever else he's getting excited, especially in the frozen ice cream aisle. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my God, mom. That is fucking hilarious. See, you think you heard everything on this podcast between the two of us. Nope. There's always new stories to I'm, I Yeah, I'm discovering this now. Well, well, that, that was a wonderful little segment of this sneaky freak question of the week. And we very much appreciate all your responses. It got our juices flowing, got me questioning all sorts of things with regard to uh, kissing. And if you have questions that you think would be very insightful that you would like to hear more of and can relate to, please don't hesitate to text us. 310-356-3920 because we really read all, all the comments and messages and we will read you in we will read your question online if we think it's a very relatable question. That's right. Moving along. What What's going on in your life? My friends, I made it down to Medellin, Colombian. Colombia. Colombian. As my mom, Colombian, trying to meet many Colombians. I wish you had gone somewhere where I could pronounce, because every time I tell somebody to go to Medellin, they go, what the hell is that? And, that, and the only way I remember it is from Narcos, which is like a scary cartel, you know. It, it, 
movie or series. The way you pronounce it is fucking hilarious. Medellin. Medellin. What is it? Medellin or Medellin, not Medellin. Okay, like I said, why couldn't you go to Cartagena? That that I can pronounce. Why do you come up with Medellin? I think I think uh, Medellin just... is probably is safer. So I think you should be grateful that I'm here. Okay, I am. So how's All it right. going? It's going well. I uh, I'm really discovering a lot about this whole digital nomad traveling lifestyle. And just for people tuning in, I'm planning to basically be on the road for about two and a half months until uh, Thanksgiving. So just trying to see what adventure this can take me on. And it's a difficult little challenge. It's, you know, I imagine going to a new place. You don't know a fucking soul and you you don't speak the language fluently. Yeah, trying to figure out how to eat, how to socialize, how to live, where to live. It's, 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 it's been a challenge, but it's been it's been exciting. And uh, I've had some I'm very glad. fun adventures. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't go to a place where like you couldn't speak any English, like Russia or someplace that, you know, or some place. Yeah, I guess Russia is not a good example right now. <laughs> I would say I would say, though, that I'm communicating primarily in Spanish. That's what I'm saying. It's a good thing you went to a place like that where you had a background in it. Other, other than yeah. if you went someplace that you know that didn't they didn't speak English and it was a language you're not familiar with. Well, like my my first stop was um, to a pharmacy. To of course uh, it is. Even though you you, did we talk about this? This is the question you asked me before you left. I don't know if I should bring Tylenol or Advil, and I said. Why don't you just bring both? And he go, because I need to make room in my backpack for my clothes. And I go, what, how much clothes are you bringing? Well, you go, well, it's not exactly clothes. It's my clown suit. It's taking up like a quarter of my backpack. And I'm like, your clown suit. You're worried about taking a bottle of Advil and you can't, you fitting in a clown suit. Lose I wanted the to clown bring suit. my clown outfit. I couldn't bring it. I'm glad I, you didn't bring it. You how am I supposed to perform women? as a clown if I don't have my clown outfit? You can find clown-like things there. Your shoes alone are clown-like. By the way, it doesn't. It's not like a real clown's like uniform. It's it's just a goofy costume that it's I can like wear Bozo. during a stand-up stunt. No, it's not. It's a goofy costume I can wear during like a stand-up uh, act. Well, and I couldn't describe bring it. it. Describe it. What exactly does it look like? Uh, like a uh, black and yellow, orange uh, pants. So my first stop was to a pharmacy. Of una course. Farmacia. Uh, because I um, I needed to ask for crema para hemorrhoides. You got a hemorrhoid. Hemorrhoid cream. It's a how very you, awkward thing to get, ask for. How did you get a hemorrhoid cream? You, you didn't have any room for a hemorrhoid cream? No, I did not have any preparation H on me. And I didn't realize I needed it until I got there. Okay. I had an inkling, but I didn't know for sure. And uh, I think this asshole... The, the the itchy anus is a surprisingly uh, it could be a big impediment to exploration. Yeah, because you can't walk. Can barely walk. Luckily, it, it I realized the problem here. I talked to my doctor friend. He said, "Why don't you try showering twice a day?" And um, <laughs> you so called I, him I, again. I started doing. You know what the problem is? I got these special travel underwear. Why? Because I'm traveling, and I thought. If I need Why to reuse underwear, these are gonna, underwear, because I'm traveling and I thought if I need to reuse underwear, I could at least 
wash these very easily in the sink or, you know, they're antibacterial, antimicrobial, all sorts of shit, you know? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that shit ends up holding in all the moisture in my asshole. Oh my God. Creating some serious issues. So what did you do to relieve it? I you have to go have some today today I have to go find more normal boxers. Okay. Please do. Yeah. It's this funny how little things can irritate you. Not you in general. Me, I just slam my baby toe against something and it's like it's it, all I do is focus on. It. I can't walk with my fucking toe. Yeah, exactly. Little you stuff. never know these things with uh especially when you're traveling, the little things become difficult to handle. Mm. Anyway, I've also uh kind of become a coffee drinker because they have coffee all over the place and the Colombian coffee is fucking delicious. It is very um, delicious. Makes me shit my brains out as well though. <laughs> and um so things are so, changing over here. That's a good thing. So are you getting really like edgy? I think I'm doing okay. Good. I, I'm I'm drinking like half a cup of coffee. It's not a big oh, deal. Oh, okay. Because I know in the but, past you've been like reluctant to even drink a sip of coffee because you get nervous. Yeah, I like this. I like this coffee better than the one at home. Anyway, it's delicious. The other thing that I realized is that I could really be anyone here. Like any, no one knows who the fuck I am. I can make any little alias up and just live as a clown or any character i want that's how that's, that's, pretty the, wild. that's not making anything up that's how you are anyway no 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 you know usually when i'm with you i appear as the same person over and over and over again but when here i'm meeting totally new people that i could be anyone i could tell them i'm a fisherman i could tell them i'm a famous movie star are who, you planning on doing this i know i did have an interesting experience with a friend we were walking down the street this is a colombian friend a male or female Female. We both saw like a couple walking towards us, and mm -hmm. I saw like a uh, her face kind of looked quizzical, like in judgment. Really? Like, what's, what's going on there? And she goes, eh, "It's just they're just fulfilling a big stereotype right now." And oh. the stereotype is, I'm not supposed to say America man because apparently South America is also America. So, and by the way, you don't look like an American man. Okay, this guy. We weren't fulfilling a stereotype. We were looking at a couple fulfilling a stereotype. It was it was a guy from the U.S. with a Colombian girl, and the Colombian girl clearly was trying to like express herself, not doing such a great job. The guy probably didn't understand what the fuck she's trying to say anyway. It was very evident he wanted to fuck her. She and then I go, well, what do you think she gets out of it? And she goes, and my friend goes, oh, she gets she wants his money and she wants a, you know a better life out of this. Hmm. And it was very interesting that this is like a a stereotype a that. That well, you know, she often sees, and it makes me wonder. You know, I don't know if if it's even so bad. I don't. I don't know All right, what to wait make a of second. the whole Hold thing. Hold up, there's a power dynamic there that you're saying. I think both ends end up. I mean, it's very transactional. It's not going to lead to a very fulfilling relationship. But I don't know if I lead. It leads me to judge them because they're sugar, both getting like something. Like a sugar baby thing. It feels a little like that, right? And and I don't judge sugar babies too much. I think it's fine if that's the lifestyle you want to live. Well, let's what talk about think? Modern Family. Sophia Vergaris's character. She was Colombian, <laughs> and she was with a much older man, and he was wealthy. So I guess it's a stereotype that's in our culture right now about yeah, Colombians in particular. It's very, very, well, the Colombians tend to be gorgeous. Ah, well, Sophia is. And there's a huge, you know, disparity between the amount of wealth in the U.S. versus Colombia. So that that too, that's too. It it leads to this. It makes sense. So how? Well, you just you just viewed these people, this couple, and you just said the two of you decided this is what was going on. Maybe it was just a, you know 
her her uncle or something. I don't think so. I don't know. It was very interesting to see that. And um, well, we'll see how my, my feelings around this, that type of relationship changes the more time I spend here. Uh, oh, you're going to be the big sugar daddy? No, I, I, you, no. You think I'm going to have any tolerance for that type of uh, lack of intimacy? Are you kidding me? Well, no. Who said uh, there's a lack of intimacy? There has got to be a lack of intimacy. If she's only wanting money, he's only wanting sex, that's not a very intimate relationship. They're not bonding on an emotional, spiritual level. The other thing that I learned about uh, Colombians is that they love to brush their teeth. What? It's unbelievable. What are you talking about? I, I went to a co-working space with a bunch of Colombians. Yeah. Every time I went to the bathroom, which was a lot because I'm fucking drinking the coffee. Yeah. There's someone brushing their teeth in there. It's fucking 4 p.m. And they're brushing their goddamn teeth. That's crazy. It's, it's fucking wait, un... They wait till 4 p.m. to brush their teeth? Or they no, 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 no. It's brush every teeth. time they fucking eat. They eat a snack. They oh, brush their teeth. They fucking, it's unbelievable. I asked my friend about this. She's like, oh, yeah, my family brushes their teeth five, six times a day. Oh my Are god! Are you kidding me? I I'm like you're I lucky like if you if if people in the U.S. brush their teeth twice a day. How about at all? Some of my last dates have not brushed their teeth in years. You could tell that because the teeth are brown. Great oral hygiene over here. Maybe we should start a trend over here. Start with the the brushing all the time. I love it. The Colombian dentist may not be making as much money as the American dentist for that reason. May that might be true. They're saving some money over there. Yeah. All right, so that's my little life update. What's going on with you? Oh, I've just been uh, having a grand old time over here. What's going on? Well, for one thing, I may have talked about this on the show before, but uh, I went to the ophthalmologist and I told him I couldn't see that well. Because I, actually, I went in there because I was taking a shower and I felt like my, my eyeball was detaching from my eye. So I decided to go to the doctor and I tell him a story about two, two or three months ago when I had a contact stuck in my eye and I... Didn't even realize it for like a week. And oh the guy God. pulled it out. Jesus Christ. So then I go to this new ophthalmologist in Los Angeles and I tell him that story. And he goes, well, looks like you got another one. He pulled another contact out of my eye. How many contacts you got in there? It's supposed to be worn daily, by the way. And this one must have been in there for a couple of months. And he said, I'm lucky that I didn't get an infection. Oh, my God. I think I'm no longer wearing contacts after that. Holy shit. And you didn't feel it? Didn't feel a thing. Unreal. I mean, I, you feel relief now? Now I'm wondering if there's a contact in my other eye. I have no idea if there's contacts in my eyes or not. Oh, my God. All I could tell you is I don't see as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, fucking God. That is so you. Uh, anyway, so the rest of the time has been spent in the hospital because D's who thought he wasn't going to have surgery on his broken ankle had to have surgery. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, May so he get better soon. He's he's been in the hospital for three days and uh, loving the the drugs they're giving him. So I don't know if he's any it's any hurry. I'm not in any hurry for him to come back, and he's not any in any hurry either. So three oh days in the hospital. God. Jesus yeah. Christ! He just said though he is thinking it's sort of like Hotel California, where no what what was the, what was the quote from Hotel California? You could check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. They won't let him out of there. They won't let him out. He just can't. He's just waiting and waiting all day God for damn. three days. I was Jeez. waiting that with no air conditioning in the lobby, just pacing. Oh my God. You don't and do well it, in that situation. I do not do well when I don't know what's going on. I don't know anybody who does. It's very, it's very uh, annoying. 
And then you I know like they to call ch- that they call it negative capacity. I think is. I got no neg. To- I have no ne- I have no positive capacity when it comes to waiting with no air no, conditioning. Negative capacity is the ability to, to handle, uh, you know, a, a stressful or a, uh, uncomfortable situations. I I got none. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. If it's on a scale of one to ten, I'm a two. Okay. I'm a Karen. But anyway, I was going to say one other thing. Our family had such a good time getting high together. <laughs> that was the you highlight mean, of my week. Yeah, you know, we did it. You had, you threw a nice going away party for me. Yeah. Where our entire family uh, got a little stoned, and, yeah. and then watched a cousin, our cousin's uh, comedy presentation, which I thought was hilariously funny. But it could have been that I was just high. No, it was very funny. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was so, great. It was a very sweet thing. Thank yeah. you for uh, celebrating my life. You know what I say to that? Family that gets high together stays together. <laughs> Shall we move on, Mother? I think it's time for Hit On or Shit On. Hit On or Shit On. This is where we take your comments and determine whether they are a hit on or a shit on. This week, we got a comment from Nix on YouTube who says, there's so many things wrong with this, but for starters, I hope this isn't your mother. Find God. Okay, thank you for that suggestion. I'll be looking for God. I see God all around us, you know. Is um, that context was that we had talked about certain types of porn that we liked, or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she, he nixed it now on me talking about this with you. I don't see why not. And then Faith says, there's nothing wrong with it, with the crying face. And then Nico says, yeah, two adults having a conversation about the adult industry. How horrific. See, that and, some people like that we're having this conversation and some people are offended. Then Anxious Succubus says, find <laughs> Satan. <laughs> find Satan. And, and then Papa Gut says, y'all some weirdos, for real. Okay, it's nice. So these are kind of hit-ons and shit-ons all at I mean, once. That was a collection of hit-ons or shit-ons. It's amazing how us having this conversation can cause so much controversy. What is it? You think people are just scared? Like, what if they would have to have this type of conversation with their mother or father or something, you know? Yeah. Is that what's going on here? I think what we think is so normal apparently is not normal. Not normal at all. We got a a message here. It was an email. uh, Subject line is Cougar of Cougars. It says, Crikey, you're sexy. I wouldn't push you out of bed. LOL. Peter, 38, Scotland. Okay. First of all, is it Cricky or Crikey? Crikey. Crikey. You're sexy. I'm so happy you wouldn't push me out of bed. <laughs> is this a very flattering thing for you, Mother? Peter, this is definitely directed to you, the cougar of cougars. Yes. I think that's a compliment. I'm the cougar of all cougars. I love that. I like it almost as much as um, uh, Million Dollar Mama. Mama. Yeah. We got a lot of responses on our recent video about Bush. No, the history of anal. That's that one. History. The history of anal got a lot of responses. Um, most of them said, uh, get this shit out of the algorithm. Oh, get uh, this shit out of the algorithm. WTF. Uh, dude said cream shots or whatever, like you don't know damn well what he's talking about. I guess they didn't like that I was a little uncertain about cream cream shots. Then, then this is what you wanted to really get into. Yes. It says there's only five comments here. Help humor me against conspiracy theorists. Who started porn? Okay. I think that's a good question. Who do you think started porn, Cam? I I, I think that it's been um, 
ever since the beginning of cameras that people were fucking before cameras though if you think about it and like i remember going to italy and you know there was one town that was um pisa i think it was uh, covered in lava and when they un you know they dug it out pisa and what was it pompeii pisa starts with a p you know all the same pompeii when they dug out the remnants they saw um on the walls were pornographic is pornographic art. Well, pornographic meaning people like people the naked sex, body doing sex acts though, not yeah. just naked body like in the Renaissance time. Or we're talking, we're talking porn straight up. We're talking straight porn. up porn. All right. So I'm just gonna go through a bunch of uh, responses here that people have left. Huh. Okay. Of who's the history of porn? Uh, who started porn? Uh, one person said Adolf Hitler. For real, for real. For Another real, for real. Said, Nancy Reagan, Biden, <laughs> the mob, Ron Jeremy, Kim Kardashian, been porn since ancient times. Just now it's more readily ac- accessed and cheaper and digital. The Queen. Okay, that's a very timely one. Uh, Johnny Sins, the plumber. Humans <laughs> circa 300,000 years ago. Jews. Qu- Hello. Queen I like Elizabeth. Jews. <laughs> Queen Nige- Nijah. Cavemen. The first man to stare into a mirror. Yeah. I like those answers. I thought These those are, were great. Do you think Adolf Hitler started porn mother? I, I have no idea why he was any different than Queen Elizabeth. Well, where why did you pick out Adolf Hitler? Well, why why are people commenting on Jews and Adolf Hitler? What is this? Because it's the internet. You got a lot of haters out there. You got some fucking haters. You said you got haters the other day. When when was that? I got a lot of haters and I I, I love it. You love the haters? On my TikTok. I, I love the haters. Gives me right, something well, to talk about. Well, mother, that was hit on or shit on. Hit on or, or shit. shit on. Well, what would you think? Was that a hit on or a shit on? I think all the history of porn stuff might be a, you know, it's a fun, playful thing. Yeah. They, yeah they, they brought up their own lube it up question of the day. That's it. I love that. Get the, you get the conversation going. Uh, is it time for Mom's News? Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News is the segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. You know, this was a, a wild week, mother. We had a lot of stuff going on with the the Queen of England, uh, Russian war. What 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 do you got for us this week? Oh, I had from the Mirror, of course, my favorite source of good good stuff. Mirror. The Mirror is a UK tabloid. Okay. This is a man who had an erection for two days and he had to undergo an operation as he thought his penis would die. <laughs> I had thought about, should I, should I share this with you? Because I think if you hear, if you hear this, you might be freaked out. So far, I've never had prolonged. Ere- Actually, that's not true. I have had erections for quite some time, but it has never gotten to the point where I think it's going to die. Usually if I jerk off it and it ends up fine. Okay. It goes well, down again. You're going to find out that Luckily. that did not help his situation. He tried Elliot, to jerk off. Elliot is 41. He said he was in excruciating pain when it happened while on holiday in France. The surgeon there eventually warned Elliot he'd never be able to have an erection again if he didn't undergo a procedure. Oh, God. A hole was cut in the base of the penis to drain out blood oh. and finally restore it oh. to its normal size after about 36 hours of discomfort. Oh. He said, I thought it would never go away. It was bigger than a usual erection. It wouldn't stop throbbing. So all of you guys who want these, you know, big boners, think about poor... The poor guy poor, over here, poor Elliot. Elliot. Poor well, what, Elliot. 
why did he, how did this happen? How did he get this? And thing? he's an occupational therapist. It was caused by a rare reaction to coming off painkillers because Elliot was taking codeine, oxycodone, and morphine sulfate after tearing a leg ligament in a skiing accident some seven years ago. We better not show this to Dee's. <laughs> fucking oh, ankle are you operation. fucking kidding me? He's, he's currently on all those medications. I you know. know. What if oh my he God. ends up getting a, a, a swollen dick for 36 hours? Well, there's a condition and it's called priapism. It's a long lasting painful erection that can cause permanent damage to your penis if not treated quickly. It may get better on its own within two hours, but if it lasts longer than that, you should go to the ER immediately. Holy fucking shit. Uh, an erection that lasts longer than that, okay, and uh, needs to be treated in the hospital. And to reduce the erection, the men should try peeing, have a warm bath, drink lots of water, and going for a gentle walk, exercising, or taking some medicine. Don't apply ice cold water because it will make things worse. Well, Thank he was, you for all these tips on how to. I want to tell you what happened with him and his girlfriend. Ellie was unable to be intimate with his girlfriend for one month after surgery, but he said his manhood has worked fine since the scare. Amazing. I'm so happy for Elliot. I was worried because he's about your age. Oh my fucking God. Well, I'm not going to be skiing anytime soon. Or or getting this kind of condition called priapism. So any of you who've had priapism, let us know, but... Luckily for Elliot, all is good and his penis is working fine. And that's it for Mom's News. Thank you so much for Mom's News. You keep us up to date and I really appreciate that. I thought you'd like that one. Is it time for the time of the week you've all been waiting for? The time of the week that makes electricity run up and down your spine like the first kiss, like a, <laughs> like a twinkling candle among a, a, a sparkling star. It's Cam's Uppers. Straight from Metahean. Medellin, Cam's Uppers is, is the, the place, place to, be. to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers. It's Cam's Uppers. Uh, this is where I get to share something near and dear to my heart, something that my mother typically finds boring or annoying or sometimes fun. Sometimes fun. That's what I go for. Sometimes fun. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers. Uh, this week, I've been thinking a lot about sexiness. Sexiness. Yeah, what does sexiness. I, I was just thinking about sexiness. I think when I was younger and I would, you know, get all horned up, it, it, nothing. I, I basically, if I saw a naked woman or a woman wearing like, uh, you know, lingerie or anything like that, that would be enough for me. And now I think some, I need like a sexiness. And then I, a little, this is a little, this happened to me while I was jerking off these starts, these thoughts started coming through. I'm are you jerking off more in Medellin than you are in the United States? No, I've been absolutely exhausted in Medellin. So anyway, I've been thinking, I, I, I literally mid-jerk off thinking about what is sexiness? What, what, what makes, you know, I'm trying to conjure up these sexy images, but I, I can't even remember what a sexy image really like these. So it's, it's got me questioning what the whole sexiness is. What, what do you think sexiness is? I even started researching. Talk? I started researching what this is, by the way. Like you what, did. What makes something sexy? Well, why you don't know, you just be, tell us? So I don't have to go fumbling around until I figure out what you're trying to get at. Well, a lot of people <laughs> people have different opinions over here. Some okay. people say sexiness in men are like, you know, are they strong? Are they, uh, you know, can they beat someone up? Can you know, are they going to take control? Are they going to? Um, did anybody say so- sexiness was being a clown? Uh, no, I didn't see that, but yeah. they, they were saying people who can listen well can sometimes be considered sexy or people. Well, have like then a you must be very sexy. 
charm and charisma or something like that. So, and then I started looking, well, what is sexiness that people describe in women? And I'm reading all these articles, like, also, like, taking care of their bodies, confidence about them, comfortable uh, skin. Confident, yeah. all the unique, genuine, and assertive, and racy woman. But I'm thinking of even when I get, like, in a sexual encounter, what what is it really that's, like, getting me all horned up? I think where I think I always land in what's coming to me now is the feeling of desiring someone else and feeling them desire me. It's, a it's mutual a, it's a desire. It's a mutual mirroring desiring, you know? Yeah. I think I that's, want, that's I want, really sexiness. I think you're right, Cam, because I once um, interviewed a guy who is no longer with us, but he said he would go on these blind dates and just mirror the whole time. And every time he get laid. Oh, that's interesting. This guy died. Yeah, he was a doctor, a podiatrist, actually. Don't tell these who dropped dead oh. after he operated. Oh, mom, what? This is Cam's uppers. <laughs> well, what the fuck <laughs> are you going into your history of dying podiatrists? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> anyway, that's, that, that's what <sighs> I've been thinking a lot about. What is sexiness? And, and that's, that's kind of why I think it's very challenging for me to get all horned up by porn or you know, magazines these days, or even just a hot girl walking down the street, because I really need, I think it is the connection, the mutual desire, which is not, it has to be authentic, you know? Well, you also can go to the chat rooms where they pretend that they're desiring you. No, I, I see beyond that shit. Yeah. You can tell when they're acting, when they're clowning and when they're just trying when to get you off the chat. Me. Yeah, that's it. Um, and that's Cam's uppers. Cam's uppers. There you go. That was sort of interesting. Sort of interesting. Thank I was you, thinking about it. It was thought provoking, though, as I was yeah. thinking how men like your dad would be like. He should just see me walking around naked, and you get all horned up. So, I guess there's something. There's a sexiness about someone you know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. That was Cam's uppers. Cam's uppers. All Are right. You thinking about what I'm thinking, Cam. What is that, Moot? It's time for a sneaky freak party on That's Zoom. That's right. That's right. September 14th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's been too long. All of our Sneaky Freak Patreon members, join us for a little Sneaky Freak fiesta. And one will be in Medellin and one will be in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> we would love yeah. to see you there. We so appreciate all of your support on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom. Well, you'll you find keep- content there that you can find anywhere else. So go and Sign up for as little as five bucks for crying out it, loud. Cinco, cinco de lunes. I love it. It really helps us out. And uh, we, we, we could use the financial support because we're kind of bootstrapping it at this point. We really are. We need, we need your help if you want to keep the lights on. Also, if you'd like to support the show, please share this with a friend. Do you share it with a friend? Text it to someone and say, hey, I heard this crazy podcast and you should, you should listen to it. You know, that's how people find out about podcasts, by the way. If, if you don't share it, they don't know where we exist. But if you share it, you'll feel like you're it was an act of generosity and good things will come to you. You want to sing about mood? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having a clown in Medellin. It worked. <laughs> it fucking worked. It kind of worked, except I couldn't even pronounce Medellin the right way. It, it kind of, it did, uh, yeah, it works. All right, love you guys. Right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.